welcome back to another podcast episode of I'm Need a Bigger Glass. Today, we're on our eighth podcast episode. That is crazy. We're coming up on 10 episodes soon. Um, but today's episode is, you know, I'm spilling the tea, sis. It is on plastic surgery. What I've gotten done, what's hot right now, what other people have gotten done, um, and so much more. And just talking, you know, destigmatizing plastic surgery. So I'm so excited for this episode. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Abby. I'm a 23-year-old beauty blogger turned podcaster living in San Francisco, living my best life, just hanging out, you know, manifesting and just leveling up. Exciting things are happening. Um, So I wanted to, you know, share this podcast and share these conversations that I've been having for a while with my friends um, and share them with you guys. So thank you so much for listening and I'm so excited. Let's get into this episode. So before we get started, just a quick disclaimer. I'm in no way by any means, you know, suggesting that after you listen to this episode, you should get plastic surgery or anything like that or trying to advertise, you know, plastic surgery. That's not what this episode is about at all and not what I'm trying to do. You know, this episode is about me being vulnerable and opening up to you guys about the work I've had done, my feelings towards plastic surgery, and just trying to destigmatize it. Because I really do believe, you know, if you're insecure about something and you've lived with it for a long time and you've done your research and you want to do something for you, then you shouldn't feel ashamed to do it at all. That's that's what I'm getting at with this episode. Um, so I don't want anyone to, you know, listen to this episode and think, oh God, now I need to get like this, this, and this done. That's not by any means what... Um, I want this episode to be about. So just a quick little disclaimer, I'm not suggesting anyone needs plastic surgery. I'm just truly sharing my experience and I'm not an expert either. So don't sue me. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, but to start off this episode, I want to start with the quote, which I don't know if you guys have heard. It's so funny though. It's like, you're not ugly. You're just poor <laughs> or you're just broke, which is so funny because it's like, really, if you have money, you can make yourself look rich and sexy and expensive. It's just, it really does come down to a matter of money, which I just think is, is interesting to think about, you know, um, and the world we live in. But now let's get into the episode. Hey guys. Um, I'm so freaking excited for this episode. Um, this is my first solo episode, which is crazy, but honestly, like I want to, obviously we'll see how this goes and like how you guys, you know, like this solo episode, but I have a lot of fun topics that I kind of want to do solo. So we'll see how this goes. And you guys will have to let me know if you like the solo version or if you like it when I have a friend on. But today we are talking all things plastic surgery. And I'm so freaking excited because, you know, this is like a no, no judgment zone, right? Like it's just a girl talk. And we're just talking about plastic surgery. And like, we're just keeping it real because the real thing is tons of people get plastic surgery. And I honestly feel like the least the people I know, I know more people who have plastic surgery than don't. So like people who don't are like in the minority, at least in my friend group. Um, And it's just real stuff. Like everyone gets work done, but no one talks about it. And then it's just like, I don't know, like we'll get into it. But yeah, I have a lot to discuss on this. So grab a drink, girl. I've got some ginger ale and tequila. Um, I highly recommend. It's very delicious. Um, so grab a drink, grab a snack, because, girl, I'm spilling all the tea 
on plastic surgery. What I've gotten, what my friends have gotten, won't say their names, obviously, um, what celebrities have gotten that you probably think, oh, they're just naturally beautiful, but uh uh-uh, sis, that's like $20,000 worth of work on their face. Um, So we're just going to get into it and then talk about kind of like what's in, what's trendy, um, and stuff like that. So I'm really excited. I'm also recording this like video, so I'm going to put part of this episode on IGTV and also my YouTube channel. So if you're watching it right now, sorry, I kind of look a little bummy because yeah, anyway, um, but let's get into this topic. So like, I don't even know where to start because there's so much to talk about. So I left some, I left a little question thing for you guys to be able to ask me questions on plastic surgery. And I'm just being a completely open book, like, like no judgment, like I said in the beginning. Um, And yeah, so I guess I'll start probably with maybe with what I've gotten done and what I'm getting done. And then we can move into other topics around plastic surgery. But so basically, I love plastic surgery. I'm all here for it. Okay, like, obviously, you know, my Instagram, I'm super bougie. I love to like, go all out flashy, like full glam. Like I think why I love plastic surgery so much is because I've just always been such like, I don't know, like I've always loved glam. Ever since the seventh grade, I've always loved makeup and I'm just like, I'm so good at makeup and so good at like completing an outfit and everything that I think plastic surgery was just kind of a natural thing. That's how I got into it. And like, I feel like when people are like, oh my God, you're, you say you're so into plastic surgery, they're going to think like boobs, butt, all this and that. But like it can literally be as minimal as just like getting a little filler. You know, I mean, I'm not here to draw the line between what's considered plastic surgery, what's not. We're just going to use it as an umbrella term. So I think like from a young age, I was always just infatuated with like beauty and like I honestly would probably consider myself a probably pretty ugly, not ugly, but like not cute person in like middle school, high school. Like I went through a really like awkward stage, like really awkward stage, but now I'm hot and like all the guys in high school are probably like, fuck, you know, which is kind of funny. Um, definitely have some people in my DMs back from high school and I'm like, honey, no, um, but Okay, so the first thing I ever got done was when I was 18, I got a breast lift. So not implants, but a breast lift. So I, it's genetics on my mom's side of the family. All the women have very saggy breasts. I don't know why. It's called, my doctor said it's called tubular breasts where they're like pointy and point down. So literally like in high school is when I kind of became aware of it, like, I literally had these big boobs, like double D's naturally, that were like my nipples were pointing to the the ground. And I was like, I'm 18. I'm not going to have saggy ass boobs at 18. Like, okay, maybe when I'm 60, but not when I'm fucking 18. So I was like, I need to get something done. Obviously, I was 18. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I like thought, okay, like I'll just get implants that will like fix the issue, right? But like, no, <laughs> that's not how it works at all. Um, so I literally was like, okay, if I'm gonna get this done, and this is all me like 17 in high school, like trying to like figure out and research all this stuff so that I could like go to my parents and convince them because they're so against plastic surgery. Um, so I was like, okay, if I'm gonna get my boobs done, the best place to get your boobs done are in 
LA. So I um, found like this amazing surgeon in Beverly Hills. Um, he was like known for doing like breasts, like complicated breast surgery. So I was like, okay, great. And like all his reviews were amazing, went to Stanford, all that. Um, and then I had to like, you know, convince my parents, which took probably a year in itself because they were like, absolutely not. But then they like later on, they like, okay, wow, she really wants this. She's not giving up. So when I was 18, we flew down to LA to visit the surgeon. And I was like, oh, like, so you'll just put implants in and that'll make them perky, right? And he's like, no, like I would not put implants in you. Like you have plenty of breast tissue. What you need is a full anchor lift. I was like, oh, fuck. So what an ink. So there's different types of lifts depending on how severe your sagginess is. So because I had really big boobs, mine were really severe. Like literally my nipples were like pointing towards the ground. So basically I he was like, yeah, you have the most severe form. So basically what we do is make an incision like underneath your boob and then like going up and then around the areola. So basically it's that's it looks like an anchor. So I'm like so thankful I don't have any scarring or anything like that. Like he did a really good job. Like I have a little scarring. You might be able to tell, um, but it's not bad at all. But I will say the recovery was super harsh because I didn't really expect what I was like getting into. Um, I mean, I was 18. I was super naive, you know, but it was definitely a hard recovery. I'm not going to lie, like really hard, um, but Honestly, it's the best decision I ever freaking made, like ever. Now I have perky ass double D's that are natural, not no implants, like all natural, just lifted, which is incredible. And he also made my areola smaller, which is really nice. So um, that was like my first start with plastic surgery. And honestly, like it was it's so liberating. I know I feel like I say that word all the time on my podcast, but really like like obviously it was scary like you go under completely and like you know it's so painful so painful um and like your boobs are like black and blue and like stuff's leaking out of them and it's like gnarly um but it was like afterwards like after like it was it was like I'm just so happy and my confidence was through the roof I was like I have these amazing boobs you know um and like to this day, like what is it? I'm 23 now. So it's been five years and they still look incredible. So he basically was like, yeah, you won't need to do anything until probably like after you are done having kids. So I'm just, that was the, people ask me like, oh, were you happy you got that done? And I literally tell them, I'm like, that was the best decision I made in my entire life, like entire life. Um, And I think the key to like plastic surgery and anything is just is doing it for yourself. Like I didn't do it because I was like, oh my God, like guys aren't gonna like my boobs. Like boobs are boobs to guys, you know? But for me, I was like, no, like this is what I want. I want, I don't want to look in the mirror and see these like saggy ass tits. I want to see like perky, beautiful ones. So that's why I got it done. And literally I'm just like so random, but I'll just like wake up in the morning and look at my boobs. I'm like, damn, they're nice. So um, I did the, I did it for me. And that's like, I think the key for any plastic surgery is you have to do it for yourself. Don't do it for your, your boyfriend. Don't do it for, you know, what guys or whatnot, like do it for yourself. And then you should have no regrets, you know? So had that done. And then, you know, everyone was like, oh, plastic surgery is so addicting, this and that. But I was always like, no, no, like I, all I want is my boobs now. Then we're, we're good. You know, that's all I need girl, 
that ain't the truth, okay? The truth is it's addicting AF and after you get one thing, you want everything, literally everything. Like, I kid you not, I'm a white girl, I have a small ass, okay? I really wanted a Brazilian butt lift so bad, probably like two years after I got my boobs done. And I actually went in for a consultation with the same doctor and I was really close to getting it done. Like, they gave me the quote and everything and... Then I like saw stuff on the news. Like if you're thinking of getting a Brazilian butt lift, do not get it. Like just period, do not get it. Like lift weights at the gym, like whatever, do not get a Brazilian butt lift because it's the most deadliest plastic surgery. Like literally, I forget the stat, but tons of women die from it because they, you know, they liposuction the fat, fat out of your body and they put it back into your butt. But if they put the fat cells too far in and the fat cells go into your vein or an artery, you're like blood clot dead on the table a minute later, like not even enough time to like get to the hospital. You're dead on the table. So I'm like, even my plastic surgeon was like, look, this is a risky procedure. And I was like, okay, you know what? It's not worth worth my life. So I didn't get that. I'm just sticking to the gym, trying to get slim thick. So I definitely feel like there are some procedures that you just got to like, no matter how much you want it, you just got to be like, okay, no, like I'm not going to risk my life over it. But then you get into like the fillers and the injectables and stuff, which are so much fun. Uh, But you definitely can go crazy with them. So don't don't do that. Don't look crazy. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you know my whole lip situation, how I had to get my lips uh, dissolved or my bottom lip dissolved because I had too much filler in there and then it had like a bad reaction and they were uneven. And so like you can seriously go crazy, especially if you go to someone who's like not an expert. Like let's be real, especially your face. If you're going to get plastic surgery, no matter what, spend the extra money on an incredible surgeon. Don't go cheap for plastic surgery. Like I, I don't understand people who go to like Mexico or something or or Thailand to get plastic surgery like I I understand if you don't have the money for it but I'm honestly like if I didn't have the money for it I probably would rather just not get it than like go to Mexico and get a Brazilian butt lift like it's worth the money to extra money for like the best care because it's your body especially if you're doing something to your face like people will see your face every single day so okay so moving on I feel like I'm kind of on a tangent but that's the story of my life. Um, moving on to fi- like injectables and everything. So then I started to do, you know, lips, do a little bit of lip filler. Um, we love lip filler. I think if it's done right, it can really enhance your features. Um, I A lot of people start off with Juvederm, but I don't really like Juvederm because it migrates a lot. So you can kind of get like that mustache on the top look kind of situation. Um, I prefer Restylane, um, Restylane Refine. There's also Restylane Kiss, which is supposed to be really good. But those like stay in place a lot more. And then obviously, you know, you can do filler in other places. Like you can get your cheekbones enhanced. Um, if you have like deep lines or under eye filler, you can do under eye filler. I haven't done any of those. The only type of filler I've done is lip filler. However, I will be getting chin filler done after my um, jawline and chin procedure, which I'll get into in a second. Um, and then obviously Botox. I'm getting some baby Botox on my forehead because I have like one one wrinkle that's like freaking me out. I'm like, I'm 23 and I have a wrinkle. Like, what is this? So definitely going to get a little baby Botox to cover that. So like lip injections, if you don't know, like those last a year. So 
and they typically range between $500 to $1,000 per syringe. Um, if you've never gotten lip fillers done, you'll probably do half a syringe. If you do get lip fillers done, then you know you probably do a syringe. So just know that's the price. Um, Botox, it's a little it's a little bit more pricier because it goes by how many units you um take. So if you have a lot of wrinkles, it's gonna be expensive. But baby Botox only probably like a couple hundred dollars. Um I do the lip filler, but I got my lips dissolved and my surgeon who's he's amazing. He didn't do my earlier lip filler that like the old surgeon botched my job up. Um this other surgeon I go to, he's incredible. Like Dr. Lieberman um is just is the best. He's at LMP Aesthetics in Palo Alto, like incredible resume, like top of his class, best of the best. Um, absolutely love him. He is going to be doing my chin lipo and face type procedure that I'm having done. So um, a question that I received was, what do I want to get done next? Um, so basically, I am getting ch- a chin f- uh, lipo. So he's going to liposuction out my double chin, but then you know, you can take fat out, but then you still have a skin laxity problem. So basically he's like, we can't just lipo you out or you're going to have like dangly ass skin. We need to do something that's going to like snatch the jawline, which is all what I'm about. So he's doing this thing called face tight, which is pretty gnarly, you guys. So this procedure is minimally invasive, but it's still kind of gnarly. So basically he takes this like cannula that goes all the way like in your neck kind of like down your neck and like he just like moves it around and it like projects heat and radio frequencies that like also burn fat or melt fat but then also produce collagen and tighten the skin so over time like over a couple months the skin will tighten so I'm hoping you know a couple months after my surgery it will like I'll just have a not snatched jawline you know I'm just ugh I want that so bad. I'm so excited. But also let me go like backtrack like um, real quick. So this I'm getting this procedure done because I it's genetics once again. So really all my plastic surgery has stemmed from genetics. It hasn't just been like, oh, I want bigger boobs. It's been like these are genetic things that I cannot change in a gym or eating better. You know, like even when I was so skinny, like there was a sophomore year in high school, I lost like 30 pounds and I was super skinny, I still had a double chin. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I had a small ass waist, but I still had a double chin. Um, so that's, it's, it's just genetics. It's my dad's side of the family that have the turkey neck. So I'm like, okay, the only way to get rid of this is through plastic surgery. Just like the only way to get rid of my saggy boobs was to have a lift. So um, I'm doing it because there's no other way to change it. Trust me, if I, I prefer to do the gym and the eating right first. But, you know, when there's not, no other choice, you just kind of got to do what you got to do. So also that's like that's why I'm getting it, it done is because genetics. But regardless whether it's you want to get it done because of genetics or you want to get it done just to get it done, boo, get plastic surgery. Don't make anyone feel make you feel bad for getting plastic surgery. Like I really don't understand why – women and other people are so against it. Like we just should just have a more open mind, but I'll get more to that in a little bit. So I won't, I guess I'll like give you some details on the surgery. So it's minimally invasive. So I'll be like under local sedation. So I won't be like put under or like have a tube down my throat. Um, 
And I won't have scars either. They're just little puncture holes, like one behind, like one behind each of my ears and then um, one right under my chin. So there's, it's not going to be big scarring. Um, it'll be like, I got my wisdom teeth out kind of like that's how swollen I'd be. But I do have to wear a uh, chin strap for a week. Like I'll have a band around my head for a full week. Um, so I'm not gonna be able to do anything and I bruise really easily. So I'm going to, you know, be super bruised, swollen, my lower face and neck. Um, but once it heals, I'm really excited for the results because there's been some really good results. It's not gonna be perfect. Like it's not going to be a 90 degree jawline after like that's would be like a neck lift facelift, but that's like super invasive. I'm like 23. I'm not going to do that, you know? So, um, I received a question like after I get this done, what do I want next? <sighs> There's always a next you guys. Like I'm very, I'm very hard on myself in my, the way I look. Um, I don't know why that's why I'm doing some, you know, self, reflection on that why I'm so hard on myself with when it comes to respects to my looks but there's always something I want to get done next and I think you know after I get my chin done I if the results are you know what I think they're going to be I think I'm going to be really happy for a while um but you know eventually I'm going to be like what's the next best thing um and I want so bad after I think okay I think I'm doing my chin and then I want one more procedure and then I'll be done. And then I'll still get like fillers and Botox to like maintenance throughout the years. But then I th think I'll be done until I'm like 60 and need a facelift or something like that. I really want, I forget, I don't know the real, like upper blestoplasty or something like that. It's, my mom had to get it because if you have hooded eyes, you know the struggle is real. Um, I went in like a, upper blestoplasty and then also an endoscopic brow lift so they can do that at the same time um because I'm all about like investing in the face like you know um so basically I have hooded eyes and I feel like they just like drag my face down like I'll, I'll literally be in the mirror and I'll like raise my like brows and like my eyes and I'm like oh my god I look I look so much more snatched I look like Bella Hadid um when I like do that with my eyes um like the fox eye trend you know what I'm talking about and so I really want to get that done my mom actually had that done like but like when she was like 55 um because her like the skin was like sagging over her eyelids so I really want to get it done be just because I have hooded eyes and it, it it really does like drag my face down. And then I have the most round eyes of life. Like literally they're like circles. There's no like little lift at the end or like little, you know, like fox eye kind of look or like, you know, there's none of that. It's literally like a circle instead of like an almond. I would love an almond eye shape, but I have like a pure M&M circle eye shape. Okay. So and I think eyes are like such a beautiful part of the face. And like, I don't I like I literally cannot even wear like eyelash. I like false lashes because it will bring my eye so down and make it just not look cute at all. Um, and then like enhance the roundness. So after I get my my chin, I think probably in a year or two, I will do that. Obviously, I'm kind of scared because it's your eyes. And if anything goes wrong, like you could be blind. Um, so, you know, I always think worst case scenario with plastic surgery. I'm also very like scared. Like I'm a very anxious person when it comes to my health. So even to get this procedure done is very scary to me. Um, 
So just like note, like when I tell you guys how excited I am to get my chin done and this and that, it stems from so like not insecurity, I I would say, because like, I mean, I am insecure about it, but I would be, it's like, I want it so bad that I'm willing to risk complications and surgery. Not that I'm expecting any to have any, like knock on wood, I hope everything goes perfectly and I believe it will, but like, right with any surgery, there's always a possibility of something going wrong. So it's like, to like put yourself in that position, you have to want it so bad. Um, and I think that's something also people don't realize. It's like, oh, like maybe if you're like from LA and you're like, oh, let me just go get a boob job, like whatever. But like some people get plastic surgery because they have like these things that bother them so much, you know? And I feel like people just think it's like, oh, well, just sign me up, like book my session appointment, whatever, and it's done. It's like, no, like this is a big deal. Like this is surgery. So um, and I don't think people think about that aspect enough. So I definitely want to do the eye thing. It's just like a brow lift, but it's permanent. Like people doing those PDO threads where like, like the like literally put a thread in your like brow bone area and like lift it. Um, but those are only temporary. They're like last not even a year. So I definitely would want to do like an endoscopic brow lift because that's more permanent. So it just give me a little lift with my eyes. Like it wouldn't be anything extreme. It wouldn't like be like cultural appropriation or anything like that. It would just give you like a little fox eye lift. Like think Bella Hadid. Um, so I think that's definitely what I want. Um, I'm not out about to get a rhinoplasty. Like my nose is fine. Is it my favorite thing on my face? No. But am I going to get a nose job? No. Like, you know, there's things that I have on my body that I'm like, and eh, they're fine, whatever. But like, I don't love, but I'm not going to get plastic surgery for like everything. I just choose the things that really, really bother me. And then like, I do my research. Like my chin thing was probably like three, three years in the works. Like I've been talking about it for three years. And then like the past year, I went to my surgeon, talked to him about it, still needed time to like marinate on the idea. And then finally, I was like, okay, I'm ready. So it wasn't all the things that I've done are never a like on the whim kind of like fly decision. It's very, very um, premeditated. But let's get into like celebrities who have had plastic surgery. So basically... My whole thing is, and the reason I'm doing this podcast, people are probably like, oh my God, why is she talking about all the plastic surgery she's had done? Not that I've even had that much done, let's be real, but um, is because I want to, I want to be open and honest and like, not that I have like a younger audience or like, you know, anything like that. And, um, but it's like, I remember in high school or even still to this day, honestly, like I'll look at like Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, uh, Bella Hadid, like Hailey Bieber, all these uh, beautiful women. And I'm like, holy shit, like they're stunning, like stunning. And I'm like trying to like comparing myself to them. And I'm just like, Abby, they have had so much work done, so much work done. And no shame. Like, are you kidding me? Like, if I was in their position, I'd be like, yes, 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 yes. Right. Um, But I don't have that cash flow. But um, it's what I have a problem and an issue with is that they don't just, you know, disclose anything that they've had done. And it's like, I remember I used to before I got into plastic surgery would think all that's all natural, like, or maybe not like, their butt or their boobs, whatever, but like the face. And I don't think people realize how much work people have done to the face, like small little tweaks that can make the 
biggest difference to your face like I was just saying that like brow lift like Bella Hadid if you look at pictures before and after she had extremely round eyes and she also had a nose job too and she had she has filler done and it's like when you see the before and after you can like oh my god okay you can relax you can be like she was not that cute before now she's stunning but before she was a normal looking person and I think for the longest time like before I started to learn all about plastic surgery and I could like tell when people had stuff done, I would compare myself to their quote unquote natural self. That's not natural. And I literally would get so depressed. So I just think it's important to like tell, especially young women like, hey, I'm looking hot, but just know I have like four syringes, a filler, boob job, rhinoplasty, just so you know. So at least like women can like actually get a real comparison except for comparing their all natural body to someone who's had 10 plastic surgeries, you know, Um, or like Hailey Bieber for sure has had the and Kendall and Kylie, all of them, all the Kardashians have had that brow lift. Um, All have had filler. Um. I mean, obviously, Chloe takes it to the extreme, but, you know, hey, you do you, boo. Not judging. Um, but, like, everyone has had that brow lift, and literally everyone, honestly. And if you, like, don't know what I'm talking about, Google, like, the brow lift or the fox eye lift, and then you'll start to see, like, celebrities on TV or Instagram, and you're like, oh, shit, they have the lift. Like, when you start to, like, analyze and, like, research different type of plastic surgeries for the face, you can so easily tell what celebrity has had what done and again no shame whatsoever I just think I just think it's it's funny that now that I know about plastic surgery I'm like oh yeah she had a brow lift she had like a forehead graft or she had lip filler cheek filler like everything you know but yeah I think like after I have my chin done then I'll get my eyes done but probably for not like another year or two because I have to mentally prepare myself for this stuff you guys um and hopefully I'll have like a man to like pay for it because this shit is expensive especially if you go to right person like all here for having a sugar daddy get you your plastic surgery sis like you do what you got to do um I'm also joking but like you know not really. Um, I'm just like, don't want to pay for any more plastic surgery myself. Um, but yeah, like I just, I don't know. I just think like we women should support each other and like what we want to get done and we should normalize plastic surgery because so many people get it done and we just don't, no one just talks about it. And I would like my, one of my good friends, she referred me to my now current plastic surgeon. She's referred like five other women too. And then I referred, you know, my friends who have gone to this plastic surgeon and it's like, we're just all like, we're all embracing each other and like, you know, making ourselves feel good. And I'm like, yes, girl, like you want to get some lip done, get some lip filler done, boo. Like I, I got the surgeon for you. He's great kind of thing. And then like her confidence is through the roof, you know? So yeah, I don't know why women or just judge other women for plastic surgery. I feel like we're kind of getting out of that. I don't know. Do you guys agree? I feel like it's becoming more open or maybe it's not, but I just have friends who are open about it. I, I really don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, I I have a very open viewpoint on plastic surgery. Like there's plastic surgeons on this earth for a reason, sis. So use them if you want to use them. But yeah, so that's just kind of what I wanted to like get out and discuss today. Um, I hope you guys found this like informative and interesting. And I also want to know too, before I came out and like said the work I've had done, did you ever think I had any work done? Like, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, did anyone ever think I had my boobs done or um, lip filler or stuff like that? Um, 
yeah, I'm just curious uh, about that. But um, honestly, you guys feel free to like ask me anytime, like, you know, what, what I've had, you know, ask me questions about what I've had done or if you guys are thinking about getting anything done and what my opinion or like, you know, what surgeons, how to research, all that stuff. Totally ask me. Obviously, keep it totally confidential. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm a girl's girl, okay? Like, whatever. Like, I don't judge, you know? Um, so, yeah. So, I hope you guys liked this episode. Um, I really want to do more solo episodes. Obviously, we'll love having my guests on because I love getting, like, another viewpoint. And I think they bring such an interesting aspect to my podcast but I also love just having these conversations like with you guys like I'm just sitting on my sofa having a drink talking to you virtually um so yeah let me know if you like these um I definitely want to do one on sugar daddies and um just like dating men in general but I think I have the perfect guest for that one um So yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in and I hope you guys have a great week. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Your support means everything to me, honestly. I love reading every single DM that I get, every single um, review and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It like seriously, it makes my day. So if you haven't yet and you've been really enjoying my podcast, I would so, so appreciate a review or a five-star rating. It it would just make my day. Um, And feel free to reach out to me especially about this episode if you have follow-up questions definitely let me know and uh, thank you again for listening